Hello and welcome to the Midnight Huddle. Thanks for coming back and I'm your host, Nurse Kimmy. Well, I've got a guest tonight. How exciting. <laughs> I rounded one up. I guess who it is. It is my husband and this is Jared. Say hello, Jared. Hello, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jared and I are going to talk tonight about a little bit about how we met and a little bit about um, how healthcare workers seem to be attracted to certain people and um, how a marriage can, can make it when you're, when you're in a relationship with a person that has your same interest or in your same um, line of work. Okay, so uh, Jared and I, I'm going to do it real quick. Um, we met because of a tornado that hit Americus, Georgia, on March the 3rd. 2007. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> and um, how we met is uh, when the tornado hit, I was working in the emergency room and he was a firefighter on the truck for um, Americus. And um, I, I'd actually become an EMT and I swore I'd never ride an ambulance. I had no desire to ride an ambulance. Um, but when the tornado hit, uh, I felt like I needed to step forward for my community and help more. So I started work with Angel, Angel EMS. Angel EMS. Which is how Kim and I met. Right. And I remember we went through a lot of construction of a new hospital. We started in a tent. I don't think I ever saw you in the tent. Um, and then yes, I may have seen you yes, in a tent. Did. Yeah, Angel Shut was down. running. I just, um, but I, I mean, I may have. I didn't really notice you until we got into yeah. to the bigger building. And that may have been because I don't think we, you guys would just come in and get them and leave. And so it was so quick. And it was also, I think we were well, still we're, in shock. <laughs> and we were transporting everybody. To That's right. We were transporting everybody. So, Nobody was actually coming. They were just out in the field. They weren't was, bringing them unless they picked them up in our tent. And it was immediate. They needed immediate attention. Right. So and they did. would come through. Right. So then we, um, we got what we called an erector set, which was actually a full functioning operating hospital, even with surgery, OB, everything. And that's when I started to see my my future husband. Actually, no, that's I take that back. We I saw you in the trailer because that's when you tried to ask me out on a date. But I thought you yes. were somebody else. But we won't go into that. But the person I thought he was was somebody I would never go on a date with. <laughs> but he had switched EMS partners. And um Anyway, so long story short, we go into this now. So I had kept, I kept noticing him, and apparently he kept noticing me. But I just, I thought he was married, and had six or seven kids, and wouldn't even be interested <laughs> in me. But um, we did meet, uh, started talking. I noticed well, him. We started flirting. Started flirting, yes. Um, and uh, I noticed him one night. He had this hat on. It was raining out, and he just, he caught my eye, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's, 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 he's loving my life. Also, the way he handled. Um, bringing patients in the hospital. He was always so caring. You always cared about your patient, no matter what. And that's what stood out about you is with the nurses. Is you always listened to and you understood the importance of how we found them. Right. The whole report. And, yeah. And me giving a report, you actually paid attention, which may have been, you know, looking back at it now. <laughs> just because it was me. But, <laughs> no, I always do. Uh, but no, she... Yeah. Kim stood out to me because she actually cared about the patients. And that, that meant more to me, I guess, than a lot of other nurses that just blew us off when we walked in. They, they'd listen, but they didn't really listen. Yeah, and, some do and some don't. It just depends. And don't get me wrong. I, I don't 
I don't want to ride an ambulance, but I'm good at patient care. Because, yeah, he's very good, and he's very, I'm very observant. I'm yeah. observant on yes, scene. Right. I, I look at things on scene. I take the entire scene in, not just the patient. And that's because he's an arson investigator now, too. It's been a long journey. Yes, he did. And that's what I liked about him, too, and that we have discussed this over and over again. Excuse us. We have great Danes that are walking in and out um, because this podcast is right out of our living room. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we uh, finally we met. It was April Fool's Day. We met then April Fool's Day. We went out on a, a date. Well, he came over and we just hung out all day and talked and we just hung out, talked. That's all we did. Talk, 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 um, listen to music and just really got to know each other. And for some reason that day we swore, OK, this is we, we got to be together. And we never were apart since. I mean, well, I mean, we're apart. We didn't live together right away, but we, we were never apart. We started dating, and um, we are, we dated two years. Then we were married. Yeah, but while, while, while we were dating, you. Yeah, I became really ill. We found out you had Lyme disease. Right, I had Lyme disease, and that was that took our relationship again to a whole nother level because I well, first I got H one N one and almost died yes. of, of that. Yes, that, that was the initial <laughs> one because I, I still remember. Calling my sister and I was so upset because I was like, I finally found the love of my life and, and she's going to be taken away from me. Yep. And that was nine months after we met. Yeah, that was. Yep. And um, that was a lot like COVID too. It did, if you got put on a ventilator, you didn't make it. And I was what one or two nights away from being put on a ventilator. But I had well, the to, doctor even told me yeah. if you got put on a ventilator. Yeah, I wouldn't make it. But, I, wouldn't make it. but I had something to live for and I lived and a lot of prayers obviously very very a lot of prayers but anyway so we got through that and then I started having other problems about three months later and turned into I had Lyme disease which I guess I had we won't go into that until another episode but it, it lied dormant and yeah. it came back with all the steroids in H1 so that came back um, and it was bad I couldn't walk I couldn't talk I was ended up being bedridden for almost two years and he took care of me um, and we had already been married after that, though. We got married because well, I, I asked you to marry me, marry me while you were well on the H one M. Yeah, I was bedridden. I thought, oh my god, am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> he was on his hands and knees. No, that's right, because I was I had just gotten out of the hospital with H one M one, and um, we weren't married at that time. Now I was starting to feel ill, and I just started eating better. I didn't know what was wrong. We went to all these doctors, and I couldn't get diagnosed. So. I finally, I, I, I started feeling okay and we got married. And then after that, um, I guess it just started, it just escalated into a full-blown Lyme disease, which he diagnosed because his father had had Rocky yes, Mountain Spotter. I, I witnessed my father go through Lyme disease and the treatment. Yeah. And she got up one morning and it was like a flashback to my dad getting out of the bed one morning when he was... Uh, Dealing with the Lyme disease himself. Yeah, and I had such pain. And I it could, was like a flashback in yeah. time. I was like, "You look exactly like my dad." But we had been—I had been—I had been tested for Lyme disease over mm-hmm. and over. And like yeah, you but, said, we'll go into that getting, another episode. But yeah, and I finally, I got diagnosed. Yeah, right? Finally, yeah. we got diagnosed. Well, after going to Ohio. Yes. Yeah, but well, I mean, I got diagnosed and I went to Ohio and got treated. Anyway, so we did that. We met. We went through all of that. He is took over my finances, paid for everything. Was a knight in shining armor. Um, I had ended up quitting at the emergency room um, there because I was sick, and then also it was all, with Lyme disease. It's like nobody believes you. You're just uh, you're tainted basically. So we moved on, and um, 
I just, I got better and better. And then we just kept going and going. And, but during this time before we bought some restaurants, <laughs> we yeah. bought a restaurant. We bought one restaurant <laughs> and then several years later bought another one. Right. When I was out with the line, when I needed something to, uh, I didn't know if I'd go back into nursing because my yeah. memory was a little messed up. We, well, we kept your license up. Yeah. We kept my license up and just in case. Yep. And, um, and then we finally, we, we did the restaurant thing and that was good for a while, but then it turned out not so good business um, mistakes with trusting well, people. It was fun. But was at the same time, we, we met a lot of good oh, people, that, people. We, that we see on a regular basis. Every time they come to Georgia, they stop to see us. Mm -hmm. And then the locals that have been um, such great friends. Yes, we've met the locals that we, that we met. And, and they all know our story. And they, they even did a magazine article on our story. They did. So that was um, pretty interesting. Uh, first of all, I don't think we would have gotten through this if he was not in the medical field. I don't think, I mean, I know we loved each other, but well, we would have never met, but well, <laughs> still, yeah, well, you know, yeah. but I think that had a lot to do with it. It does have a lot to yeah. do with it. Uh -huh. Because nurse, I guess most people don't understand what we see mm -hmm. and what we deal with on a daily basis. Right. Um, even, even if you break it down to what I see in the field and what you see in the hospital is different. We both deal with different situations and different because out there in the field, you know, being a ditch doctor, as they, <laughs> as they say, you know. Um, you don't have a chart. When, when you, well, when you and I first met, you would ask me about calls I went on. Uh -huh. And one of the first things, she, well, what did the lab say? I'm like, <laughs> we, we're in a ditch on the side of the road. We don't Which have Which I labs. knew he didn't have labs. with the chart. I was like, you, oh, know, you don't have a chart. You don't have labs. We don't have, have a chart. Anything. We don't have do labs. Do we don't have doctor's orders. Yeah. we we got to read the situation and figure out to the best of our abilities we don't diagnose in the field we just figure out what we think where going they got to get and get and, them and, fast and, and, and we and get them we get them, them or stabilize them. um a lot of times we 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 joke about it in the ems of course everybody knows that you know nurses and emts and firefighters everybody mm -hmm. jokes and how we deal with it uh with the things that we see mm -hmm. um so we've grown to understand that. But yeah, we've grown to understand it. And, and she caught on very quickly to the EMS side of it. Mm -hmm. And her coming home and telling me about, well, you know, I can't just do this. I got to have a doctor's orders. Uh -huh. uh, let's see, I'm not used to that. Right. I'm not used to having to wait on a doctor to tell me to yeah. do something. Right. So, um, that, but that understanding, that base understanding, mm -hmm. and her willing to learn my side and me willing to learn her side. Mm -hmm. I it, guess it's opened up a, a whole new level it was of exciting. Yeah, and we would come home and just sit and talk, talk our nights out, our mm -hmm. days out. Our schedules have changed so much, and like I said, he's he's progressed into a fire marshal now, so it's a nine to five. Well, it's a twenty four seven actually, but yeah, but nine to five as far 40, as like forty hour a week. Yeah, he doesn't ride the, He rides the truck every once in a while. We, every we, once in a while, I do chance. have to ride yeah. the truck. Yeah. But but I will tell you this: another thing is sleep. Yes. My husband does not mind if I have to sleep, and I did not mind if he had to sleep. Because you work nights and I work days. Right. Also. And before, though, when we worked the same schedule, we would come home and sleep. And yeah. he just so he even bought a um, a lawnmower that is electric. <laughs> Actually, I went all electric on my lawn stuff so I could so it be quieter for her to sleep. And I think that's just that's very romantic in my book, and I think it would be in any nurse's book, but um, or anybody. But um, so that helps me uh, to sleep during the day. I do like to work a lot. I am a workaholic, so it's he. And people don't understand that. Um, a lot of times, they think, "Oh, you need to be home," but we enjoy being home. And when we are we're, home, we're working to our a common goal, purpose. Yeah, a goal too. Our common goal is to 
be yeah. debt free yeah. eventually and retired happy happier happier and retire and be able to enjoy ourselves right exactly because we have worked together. all our life and we worked previous before that yeah. before we met but but anyway the sleep and then coming home and talking about it because i just kind of want to touch base on um like if i oh covid covid i could come mm-hmm. home now i don't you weren't you weren't on the ambulance and you were, you were no. fire marshal then, mm-hmm. but I could still come home. No, no days I came I'm home. Still the truck. I'm still a cat on the truck. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I th- well, yeah, you were. So we would, um, I would come home. Sometimes I'd say, I mean, I'm a talker. Sometimes I wouldn't even say, but two words. And then other times I come home crying so hard and just so upset, but he could hold me, talk to me, let me talk. Well, see, that's, that's one of the big differences between mm-hmm. EMS and nursing is, EMS, yes, we go, we pick them up, we know they're in bad shape, we drop them off at the hospital, right. and you take it over. Right, and that's where you're the one that has to hold their hand until they die or right. until they get better. Right, you know, COVID, whatever the case may be. COVID, I saw more death than I'll ever want to see um, in my life. But and but now at the same time, on my side of things, we see death out in the field. Right, yellow. Yes, yeah, so I would not want to see some of that it's, either. It's Especially it's kind of give and take. in a small community. But but us both having that that base medical knowledge and willing to learn each other yeah it's been fun yeah and it's It's been been fun fun. and i mean he could he he could probably be a nurse and at at 50 years old my wife became a volunteer firefighter so she um yes i even did yeah i did the the burn and everything and and i'll be honest with you as much as i learn i come home and i tell her about it and she probably go out and work an investigation as good as i could (laughs) but he we would i would get excited when he'd tell me about when he was going through um arson school or whatever whatever, however you call it. But um, he would tell me the court, the cases and, and situations. So that was exciting. And then I said, well, I'm going to be a, fire, a volunteer firefighter. I'm 53 now. And I, I I did it for about a year, but then COVID hit right right after yeah. it. But I did and get certified or whatever. Well, yeah. On, on the fire side, you have to have continuing education every year. And it was so Not hard. every three COVID. years like we do on the MS. Right. The MS and nursing. Two years. And and, yeah, right. Two, three years. And it was so hard. Um if they said, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta go here and train or whatever," I couldn't, or they would change it. And I was working; I was dedicated to my hospital and, and yeah. COVID, so that was that didn't, and that's okay because. But it still means it was that you were proud of me, so that that I was, was kind of neat. <laughs> I remember you being in there too. That was neat watching you do training all the time well, and, so. watch, and being able to be an instructor and watch you go through. I mean, yeah. I couldn't actually instruct no, you, right. but you were in there to, with other groups. I was yeah. out there with you. Yep. And I and I, I I enjoyed it, and I saw that fire. I knew what you said felt too. I was like, ooh, I like that's kind of neat. I really like that. And he <laughs> said, oh, but anyway. So, uh, I guess that's just as a recap of kind of just how we met, because a lot of people do know. And and there's a lot more details we're leaving mm-hmm. out. We'll go into. I'm just starting the podcast. Yeah, I can and I yeah. got a live guest. So I'm kind of excited to see how this sounds <laughs> <laughs> and how people may interact with it. So, um, but anyway, we'll we'll go into probably Lyme disease my next episodes and. Um, and then talk more about marriages. Uh, it seems that a lot of people have met. They marry firemen, marry teach, teachers, and nurses, nurses, and teachers. teachers. Yep. And um, and then uh, and that nothing, not that you can't be happily married without oh, yeah. somebody being in the same yeah. field. I mean that I see that all the time. I, my people I work with. But well, I think nurses and firefighters also understand schedules. Mm-hmm. Like like you coming home and sleeping during the day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going. To, because I know you work all night. Yeah, and I don't clean the and house much. <laughs> and he does all the laundry. Well, yeah, stay on my laundry. <laughs> so um, that's been great. So, but um, I do clean, but it's just we've been so busy. We're both busy. Um, we are. And luckily, we have the same 
we just we just enjoy we're, we're, trying we're to enjoy life. Yeah. And, and, and we do miss each other. I mean, it, it does. It, we do. It, yeah. We got to take a minute to to regroup sometimes because we do miss each other. But we're aware of that, and we work on that and hang out and do stuff. And um, sometimes I'll take a couple extra days off and everything. But I try to tell everybody it's mainly because we're working towards a goal, and we've done really well. And that was because of restaurants, and somebody had taken all of our money, so we, we had to pay all that yeah. back. And we're almost done. But anyway, that's another episode. That's, too. A, whole other, that's a whole other story. <laughs> That'll be uh, trying to have a business <laughs> on the outside because it seems like every nurse I know they either have a little furniture thing. I still have my little. Yeah, booth. Every, every firefighter has a side job. Side job, job. yep, always because they don't make enough money. Well, unfortunately, in, nobody in public service. No. Yeah, and then so it and I think with nurses it's more or less just a hobby. I don't think not that we don't make. I'm not complaining about our wages. I, I won't because. Now I do. I, I'll get into that with the LPNR and stuff like that later. But, but anyway, I mean, a lot of us nurses like do it. I think just to to relax and to clear our brains, <laughs> because my friend does furniture. She does a great job. My other one, my other friend who's a respiratory therapist. She's she's getting into cutting hair now. She did my eyebrows. I mean, huh. I'm excited. I can't wait for her to cut my hair. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. but, to do the tattooing and yes, so we're working. Well, I think that's going to be Nikki. Oh yeah, the other one. Yes, um, she's going to do the tattoo eyes. Um, the respiratory therapist. We'll get Nikki tattooing with her nurse. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, um, you might not want her tattoos. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> just kidding, I'm kidding Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> Nikki's supposed to be my my uh, partner on here, which I will get her on here. Yep. We're just so busy. She's working another place, and it's so hard. But she probably will be my my busy co-host. People. Yep, busy nurses are busy all the time. And scheduling it and always that easy. Nope, it isn't. And and I guess with friends, we don't have a whole lot of friends because they don't understand when we can't make it. And our family's been, your family's been okay, great about it because they understand our schedules. And, and eventually, I'll do a podcast on what I do for a right. Exactly. Try to help people understand. Fire marshaling. <laughs> what fire marshaling entails, and and a lot of people misunderstand what I do for Right, them. and that's been the one stressful part of that's his job when he comes home. Now, yes, so that's something that I've had to learn to to talk about, and we will get into that. Well, also. we well we had to learn how to yep how to how, how to, to figure. You didn't know yeah. how to do mm-hmm. it either. <laughs> that was a whole other thing for you. Yep. Um. Okay. Well, I think I hope we did okay, and I hope people I hope will so listen too. and they'll come back and listen because I really want this to work, yep. don't I? And thank y'all for listening. Yes, thank you, and y'all have a great shifts, and we will be back. Yep.